Hey guys, CS Joseph. Uh, just decided to randomly go live because that's what I do. I actually uh, pre-recorded um, a video about this um, earlier in the week. Um, I was even filming on location because I've been uh, traveling the country. Uh, but um, I decided I'd just go live and talk about the topic anyway, uh, just to kind of be more real about it because this is an issue that ENTPs deal with on a regular basis and they often don't have the support uh, from other people, much less the support from themselves to actually overcome this issue specifically. But before I go into that, um, uh, yeah, Michelle Way, uh, if you don't have that, just send me a message on Facebook and I will give you the hookup on that so no worries uh but yeah just message me on uh, facebook and then after the stream i'll help you out uh, anyway that being said uh so i had a very long discussion with my father recently about you know me growing up and whatnot and uh as you guys uh, can tell um how to cheer up infps uh dropped earlier today and uh this is um I mean, I'd like to I'd like to dedicate that particular uh, show to my friend Keith. Uh, Keith is an INFP that I know. He's part of the uh, uh, meetup group in the Bay Area. Fantastic fellow, and I really appreciate some of his advice and support and uh, his opinion. Um, I really value the opinions of many INFPs in my life, and he's one of the closest INFPs uh, to me. Uh, other than uh, the INFPs, uh, you know, that have been on my team, etc., and I, I really appreciate his opinion, especially his uh, moral point of view, given how amoral I am as as a person, and whatnot. And I know that causes a lot of people some frustration. And uh, he he started talking to me recently, um, and uh, the conversation really centered around bitterness. And uh, bitterness is something that all introverted sensors deal with on a regular basis. And I will admit, like, I think, like, currently, I might be the most bitter person that I know. Quite frankly, I, I, I absolutely uh, believe I am the most bitter person that I know. I don't think I've met anyone more bitter than I am. Uh, I, I just, I just really am. And if I was even to go even further, I think like if I was to have like a, a one of the seven deadly sins attached to me, I think that deadly sin would definitely be envy. I'm probably the most envious person I've ever met before, and envy is consistently. Uh, thank you. Special delivery from Railgun. Thank you very much. Yes. We got some uh, cheese-laden asparagus, among some amazing other things. Thank you very much. It smells great. Okay, so, um, but yeah. Uh, so bitterness uh, is like a serious problem uh, for, uh, you know, for me personally. And, uh, but I think the reason why I'm bitter is because I'm extremely envious. And I think one of the reasons for that is, is that... Uh, Growing up, my NI nemesis had to deal with so many opportunities that I was overlooked for, mostly because of how obese I was and struggling with obesity at the level that I have been struggling with it. And that's why I've been uh, dealing with so much uh, you know, bitterness in my life. I think that's the main 
cause of that because I became extremely envious of other people who were not obese as well as uh, them gaining all of the opportunities afforded to them. And believe me, folks, it wasn't for a lack of trying. I was that guy who would spend so much time in the gym working out like my life would depend on it, uh, counting my calories, doing all these different things, and uh, not gaining any actual headway whatsoever. I studied Tom Venuto, uh, learning about body morphisms like ectomorph, endomorph, mesomorph, etc. I studied uh, Greg O'Gallagher. I studied uh, Thomas DeLauer. Studied uh, Dr. Eric Berg. Was one of the recent ones. I've I've studied. Um, gosh, what was that guy who wrote the Shredded Chef? Gosh, I forget his name. Um, I, I studied Mark Ripito. Uh, you know his famous book, Starting Strength. Uh, Reg Park, Arnold Schwarzenegger, tons of bodybuilders, but still, you know, haven't been able to make very much headway in any of those. Um, and uh, over time, I became extremely bitter because I'd see other people putting a lot less effort in and getting a lot of reward in. And again, folks, I'm just using obesity as like just one example. There's actually plenty of other examples as to why I've been really bitter in my life. Well, the thing is, is that all introverted sensors deal with bitterness to some degree. However, amongst intuitive perceiving types, it's probably one of the biggest issues, uh, bitterness, that is. Although I will say that while SI child can be really, really bitter, at least NI critic can get in the way and uh, kind of allow uh, that to just kind of subside. And instead of like being really outward with their bitterness, they're very inward with their bitterness. And they end up, uh, oh, there's no way I could do that. <laughs> I could just put that in the fridge. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, uh, I had, uh, I had uh, mushroom bisque soup for dinner and, and now I just missed out on horchata because of that, which is pretty sad. Um, but uh, anyway, so, uh, so yeah, I so from the, from the perspective of obesity, I, I became a very envious person, and that led me becoming very bitter because I wasn't gaining any results uh, for like on my journey, and had this struggle for decades within my life, many decades, and it was it was a huge problem, uh, and uh, it's uh, you know it's been a struggle the entire time, uh, you know, with those sorts of things, but. Uh, you know, it's not like, you know, I give up or whatnot. However, throughout my childhood, because this was such a big deal, on top of the fact that I was dealing with a lot of people um, at my church, I was dealing with people in my family, uh, you know, my family was really ignorant about health. Uh, my dad was hypoglycemic. Uh, they didn't understand, uh, you know, what foods were good to eat, which ones were not. I ate nothing but artificial foods like every single day. It was just absolutely ridiculous. And it's because my family was ignorant, quite frankly. And then, you know, add, uh, you know, potential abuse sources here and there uh, within my growing up. I mean, I remember even, you know, as a little fat boy having panic attacks and I'd hide them from my parents in secret, for example, you know, with that whole situation. But uh, one of the worst parts about, uh, you know, the things that I was dealing with as a child and the huge amount of envy as a result, as well as the huge amount of bitterness as a result, I became SI inferior depraved. Or did I? 
See, that's that's the thing. I'm uh, I'm actually struggling with that. I know that introverted sensors can become pretty depraved. They can be really selfish. And when you combine introverted sensing with introverted feeling, it could be even worse. Now, luckily, ESTJs and uh, ESFJs uh, with their SI parent, they can be really responsible with their SI, so it's not even that big of a deal. The depravity is not as bad, uh, and it's really not, especially you know, an ESFJ, for example, because they're a fellow crusader, but it's really not that bad in ESTJs by comparison. ISTJs, though, because FI and SI are in optimistic slots, it can be a serious problem. And the same thing goes for the INFP. However, the ENFP is the odd man out because they also have SI inferior. SI inferior just overloads itself over time until it eventually burns out. And SI inferior can be overloaded with bitterness more than anyone else in terms of you know how introverted sensing works. And this leads to depravity. This is why ENFPs end up having the worst uh, depravity of all of the types. That's why it's their advice because introverted feeling mixes together with introverted sensing and they start making decisions based on their mood and their comforts and their safeties uh, uh, and how they feel and what they believe. And that's basically how they become depraved in that regard. And if no one is challenging them, because usually you know, when it comes to FI parents, people baby ENFPs and ENFPs don't get challenged and they end up like, you know, they, they end up stagnant as a result. However, depravity when it comes to an ENTP is more of a silent killer. Why is that? It's because ENFPs uh, from an FI parent standpoint, uh, an ENFP at the drop of a hat can become very grateful or they could become very depraved or, or bitter, etc. Now, bitterness is the source of depravity. It is the source of depravity, absolutely. How do you stop that depravity? Well, what's the opposite of bitterness? Well, the answer is gratitude. Gratitude is what solves bitterness, and gratitude is uh, easily solved because um, it's easily solved when uh, in an ENFP, for example, because they have FI parents and they can just switch on their, their gratefulness, their gratitude, like instantly, and then they could decide, you know, arbitrarily or willfully or whatever. They, can they have a decision to make. They can decide to not be ungrateful and actually show gratitude to other people through their introverted feeling. And this is why... Uh, their virtue is charity. It comes from a developed introverted feeling parent, you know, and if you guys haven't watched virtue and vice videos yet, I believe they're season seven and the ENFP one is season seven, episode eight. So you might want to check that out about the virtue and vice of ENFPs. However, within the ENTP, bitterness is more of a silent killer and uh, it can be a lifelong struggle uh, for an ENTP to understand this because they end up coming off as someone who's so depraved to other people. And at first, it's not exactly their fault, but eventually, as time goes on, as they grow up and they learn more about themselves, they have to kind of get to a point where um, they, um, you know, um, Oh, okay, thank you, uh, Cassandra, for saying that. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, so I don't know what you're saying, Anthrax. <laughs> I don't understand. So uh, 
But anyway, let's continue with this uh, monologue right now, um, or dialogue, I guess, since we're talking in the uh, chat at the same time. Uh, so with that being said, um, gratitude is how you solve the bitterness of introverted sensing. It really, really is. And folks, you need to go out there and make sure you're expressing gratitude to people on a regular basis if you're an introverted sensor. And it's especially important for SI inferior because SI inferior is the most likely of all of the types to become bitter. Very, very likely. However, uh, ENTPs have a weakness there. And the reason is they're FI trickster. Why is that? It's because the, so the, the cognitive function that produces gratitude in people actually comes from FI, uh, from FI. It comes from FI. But when an ENTP has FI trickster, they end up having a really, really hard time expressing gratitude. Uh, in fact, they don't even know how to express gratitude. You know, my father is an ENFJ. My cousins uh, were all Templars. I had two ESTP cousins, an ISTP cousin, for example. Of course, I was often an ESDJ and an ISFP cousin uh, and whatnot. And, of course, and then the other side of the family has different cousins, but... I'm just saying, like, I, I got a lot of Templar cousins. I even have two uh, Templar aunts and uncles. Uh, I got Templars all over my family. My family is dominated mostly by Templar types. And my family, I often complain about my family. I'm often bitter towards my own family on a regular basis. Uh, and it's because it's like, from my crusaderish point of view, you know, how they treated me growing up or in general was completely unfair. Now, while I maintain I am correct about their unfair treatment, they also didn't exactly know how to treat me. Uh, so what this ends up creating for the ENTP, especially in my experience, is a catch-22. And this catch-22 is, is that because I'm incapable of knowing how to express gratitude as a small child, and for the majority of my adulthood, uh, definitely. I didn't really start doing that until maybe 27, 28-ish uh, at the beginning. And even then, I was just starting the process. So much damage had been done to all the Templars in my family, including my father, and he admitted this to me on the phone uh, three days ago. And uh, he told me, like, yeah, you know, I, I really saw you as someone who was really ungrateful, an ungrateful son. Oh, here's the thing. It gets even worse. In my own uh, family unit, you know, you have ISFJ mother, ENFJ father, ESFJ sister. Every single one of them was trying to get me to be grateful all at the same time. And FI trickster wasn't having it. And this is why I ended up going deep into my shadow to try to produce some kind of FI because the people closest to me were trying to extract FI out of me as much as possible. And that's, uh, that was really difficult for me. That was a, a very painful experience for me. It, I mean, it gets even worse. I mean, there were times where my ESTP cousin, who I respect and I appreciate him greatly, but I never told him that I appreciated him. And even if I told him, he probably wouldn't believe me. Uh, and it's because, like, you know, he helped me out so many times as a little kid, trying to open my eyes, trying to give me new experiences. I mean, he even taught me fishing, for example. Fantastic fellow. But um, I, to him, from his point of view, I, uh, wow, that Chase guy, he's really ungrateful. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, but I have FI Trickster. I don't know how to, you know, show gratitude. See, that's the thing. People oftentimes use their type as an excuse not to do things. 
you still have to, you know, obviously you have to meet your own needs, but you also have to recognize what other people's needs are around you, you know, because hashtag treat other people the way you want to be treated. If I want to be treated well, then I need to be treating other people well, right? Which means understanding what their needs are. And a lot of my family had the, this effy need for gratitude, but I wasn't providing it. So as a result, my family, uh, whether unconsciously or subconsciously, they basically labeled me this ENFP charlatan from within the family, within my own family, basically, this ENFP charlatan who's super depraved, all about himself, only cares about his own comfort, doesn't care about anybody else, etc. Um, while that's actually very untrue. I mean, I got a few child, you know, I care about other people uh, a lot. I'm very giving and very generous to people, even randomly and on a whim, etc. But at, at times, you know, like growing up, I just had no idea. I had no idea these people had the need for gratitude, and I had no idea even how to express or even show gratitude, and that was a huge problem. And that just further, you know, the, the, my FI trickster further contributed to the bitterness. And this is why ENTPs are very vengeful people. We are very vengeful. Uh, we also, because um, we're, we're so focused on justice, and it's like, wow, my family's treating me so unfairly, etc. But then we're also not meeting their need for gratitude either. ENTPs, you know, especially when they're younger, have a really hard time saying thank you. Like, it's a really big deal. Like, I, I, I had to, like, saying thank you was not a default behavior for me. It was a learned behavior. My mother really struggled oftentimes trying to get me to say thank you to other people growing up. You know, hashtag FI trickster. This is one of the reasons why the other FI trickster, ESTPs specifically, end up giving, um, you know, when someone gives them something, they have to immediately give something to somebody, to that same person in return. That way they don't have the obligation of having to give to that person later. But, you know, the ENTP is kind of oblivious to that and ends up storing up with their introverted sensing inferior all those obligations over time, or they just completely ignore those obligations. And that, that could be a problem. That could be um, a, serious, um, a serious problem. So with that being said, it's like, it's really, um, it's really, uh, it's really important. So it really comes down to gratitude. If you're an introverted sensor, especially an SI inferior, the only way you could solve the bitterness is to show gratitude. It's super, super important. Um, but again, I didn't know how to solve uh, to show gratitude, and this is a problem that uh, Ian um, that uh, ENTPs uh, can um, like. This is a thing that uh, ENTPs struggle with over and over and over. Like, so remember, I I told ENTPs recently. Okay, hey, there's this thing you got to learn. You got to take your extrovert sensing demon. You gotta pipe your superego's interest abilities directly out of your SE demon gateway and map it directly into your SI inferior, basically. You have to do this, okay? And uh, they're like, okay, well, how do I do that? I'm like, well, you gotta create a system first, and then you make that system a habit. So my system is that became a habit. Anytime I have any interaction with any human being, it could even be Railgun, it could be my children, it could be anybody, and my neighbor doesn't matter, whoever. I always ask myself this question. Is this person getting uh, more, um, more out of it than I am, basically? 
And if they're getting more out of it than I am, then they are manipulating me and I need to criticize them. And if they stop doing that and they actually respect that as a boundary, then I can keep them in my life. But if they don't respect that, then I have to basically INJ door slam them to get them out of my life, etc. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 a very, um, it's a very important thing to do uh, as a result is to show gratitude. Um, so, <clears throat> so, so based on that, where, where am I going with this? That's just one skill that an ENTP has to learn, you know, but how do you deal with FI Trickster? How do you how do you deal with FI Trickster as an ENTP when you're not able to meet other FE users' needs for gratitude, basically? Because gratitude is showing recognition. If you're if you're expressing gratitude, especially to like an FE user, they are um, they're showing um, you know gratitude is, is a is a major component of an FE user feeling recognized and meeting their emotional need. Well, if you're not, if I, if an ENTP is not able to do that with FI Trickster, what do they have to do? Quite frankly, you just have to make a habit of showing gratitude. Literally, just showing thank you or do some, doing something nice for someone for the sake of doing something nice for someone. Now, granted, you don't always want to do that because then you'll find yourself in a situation where you're at risk of being a doormat as an NTP, which is a serious issue. And uh, INTPs also need to show gratitude because of, uh, because of FI Demon. But oftentimes when they're trying to aspire with their FE Inferior, that's not really that necessary. Whereas SI Inferior becomes more of a problem from an NTP standpoint. So remember that, folks. It's, it's really important to keep that in mind and make sure that uh, you provide gratitude directly, you know, and develop that introverted sensing habit of reminding yourself, okay, I should be grateful to somebody today, right? You know, and, and, and do it, and do it randomly. Like, um, I, actually, I actually did it recently. Um, I had a guy from a Facebook group that I reviewed recently. He was one of the moderators, and he contacted me on the phone. Fantastic fellow. And he said, while I understand you didn't violate anyone's privacy in this particular situation, we had a user within the group ask uh, me to ask you on their behalf to have you take down the video because, uh, you know, they're, they were embarrassed, uh, they felt bad, even though you didn't leave any uniquely identifiable information or you didn't violate any privacy policies per se. And yes, we understand it's the internet. But he's like, you know, respectfully, I'd just like to ask you to take the video down anyway. And I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. You know, it's, it's nice for uh, someone to be willing to treat me with respect and kindness. So I instantly decided to grant his request. Within five minutes of him being on the phone, the video was actually taken down. Um, not entirely sure if I will do more of the um, Facebook reviews, but I did find a new form of content to produce instead of doing Facebook reviews, which was oddly enough provided by a moderator of one of the Facebook review groups. And he's saying, you should do content like that over there, which I'll be doing very shortly. And you guys will know what I'm talking about. It'll be quite controversial, don't worry. Uh, but uh, when this happens, uh, you know, it's just like, okay, if I'm really upsetting that many people, is there really that much value added to the community? I mean, I guess most people understand that, yeah, the type grid 
yeah, it's it's true, and the MBTI is crap, for example. Uh, but a lot of people, the ignorance of the people within the MBTI Facebook groups, they don't exactly know that, right? Although, interestingly enough, other than kicking off a firestorm uh, in the Facebook community, uh, everyone started talking about this stuff. And there's a lot of discussions and a lot of new blood that went to these groups that weren't there before. And it really started kicking things up. And, okay, that's pretty cool. That's great. But the bottom line is, is that I was treated with respect and kindness and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll be grateful to you because you did that and I'll take the video down. Don't worry. I mean, I have a whole bunch of other videos. I have hundreds of other videos. It's not a big deal. You know, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a big deal to me. And live streams are kind of just like, you know, I don't, I don't like, I care about live streams, but to me, like the most important stuff is just the regular videos. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, oh, okay, sure. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, people enjoyed it while it lasted, and we can move on to uh, the next thing. Um, and no, I'm not doing Discord reviews. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not doing that. Um, so yeah, not doing that. Um, yeah, if I said thank you to my wife, it's because I'm showing her gratitude because that's a need that she needs, okay? Like, I wouldn't have uh, done that. Um, yeah, the type grid is fair grading to call into question. Question all you want. Too bad you're not going to, like, convince me or anyone who actually spends time to care about it that it's not true because it is true. It's like a mathematical formula, okay? Like, 2 plus 2 equals 4. It's not that hard, and it's the same whole point when it comes to the type grid you know uh that's just uh whatever it is um oh hunter i'm not going to address those claims because you know sometimes former contractors are bitter like bitter exes are so what's the point if you have a question about my character judge me by my actions uh and uh, hold me accountable by my actions and if you need to have a private conversation with me about certain things, okay, sure. It's not like I'm not inaccessible. So, I mean, I, it, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, like the thing is, is that people will say anything these days. And uh, that's not, uh, there's not really much I can do about that. You know, people get butt hurt, and then it's like, okay, yeah, let's just, you know, say how we feel. Well, what people feel and their opinion is not exactly the truth, regardless of their interpretation. I can't help that. And at the same time, I'm not going to be like, you know, oh, you know, there's this and this and this. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. That being said, I did watch a few, uh, actually, um, most of their uh, content recently. And they had some very legitimate criticisms, especially uh, surrounding uh, the Discord and how the Discord was handled. As a result of that, we're going to be making some uh, huge changes uh, to the Discord community um, because those criticisms that they provided were, were valid. The rest of it, no. I mean, why are you complaining about me paying you money <laughs> for doing as I asked? You didn't have to do that. You could have just left. You know, and then at the same time, it's like, okay, I paid you to do that, but uh, I also, um, you know, and then and then you're you call me a little bitch. Of course, I'm just going to let you go, and it's not like I disrespected them at that moment either when they were disrespecting me. So, I mean, it is what it is. 
So, anyway. Uh, I don't know which Hogwarts houses the 16 personalities to be sorted into. You might want to look at uh, the um, temperaments. Okay. So, um, and yes, SI Demon can act ungrateful too, but it's more of a deepened uh, bitterness, Edwina. So, anyway, that's how you deal with FI Trickster within ENTPs, folks. You have to develop the habit of showing gratitude. And you have to remember all the people in your life that gave you a really bad experience, all the people that you have bitterness towards. Maybe you have hatred towards these people. Maybe you're vengeful. Maybe, uh, maybe you're seeking justice towards those people and you're waiting 10 years down the road when you can absolutely screw them over as an ENTP like most ENTPs go. You might want to ask yourselves, ENTPs, was I actually ungrateful towards this person, yes or no? Was I actually ungrateful towards this person? And if I was ungrateful towards this person, shouldn't I show gratitude for what they did? And then all of a sudden, the bitterness goes the way. Here's another thing. As an ENTP, if you are expressing gratitude and developing the habit of expressing gratitude to other people via FI Trickster emulation by piping it into your introverted sensing inferior as a self-disciplined habit, if you're able to make the habit of showing gratitude to other people and you do it ahead of time and not reactively but proactively, you will actually be able to prevent negative bad experiences being given to you later. That's a big, big deal for ENTPs to understand. So just uh, just, rem uh, just remember that's a, that's a big deal. Um, uh, Nevaeh27's opinions on uh, superego romantic relationships don't have them. I, I had one. It uh, probably uh, it's just not that uh, it's just not that cool. So. Uh, and uh, I am I supposed to watch Naruto still? I I don't know. Um, sure thing. Uh, do ENTPs have a hard time removing toxic people from their lives? Absolutely, we do. We have probably the hardest time because introverted sensing inferior and FE child can be easily taken advantage of. It's like a Stockholm syndrome thing. I actually talk about this and how to social engineer ENTPs on a regular basis. Uh, very, you know, it's it's a very normal thing. Um, so, okay. Uh, would it be safe to say this is Luna? Luna. Would it be safe to say that most of the time people think people around you don't use a basic common sense of reasoning when talking and thinking? Uh, it's not so much that. I mean, you have you have gender plays a role between masculine and feminine behavior. That's one part of it. The other thing that plays uh, a role in it is that, you know, between some people are rational and some people are logical. Some people are informative, some people are direct. The way that communication is broken down in every single human being, it's, it's, it's really different each time. Um, but there's so many different sets to go about it, like, and 512 different combinations, etc. So, um... Yeah, sure. Send me that video, like on uh, Facebook Messenger and whatnot. Um, so yeah, no de depopulation is not needed. No, it's not. Like, look up, look up the research that says that the world's population will flatten out at around 11 billion. Like, like that's not even an issue. So uh, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny It's funny you mentioned that, Michelle, actually. I was talking to a friend of mine recently, 
And uh, if you guys remember uh, the ISFJ ESTP um, uh, season 14 lecture that's available to members, I mention in that lecture just how important it is to show an ESTP gratitude when you are an ISFJ. And an ISFJ FI critic showing gratitude to an ESTP when the ISFJ is already, you know, has a lot of uh, bitterness stored up in them towards their ESTP friend, it could be a, it could be an issue, right? But the ESTP still has that central need to receive gratitude. And while the ISFJ has that need to receive gratitude as well, it's not as big as they need to be listened to. And so then you have to tell the ESTP, you need to listen to the ISFJ because if you're not listening, then it's a serious problem. That way, both of their emotional needs can actually be met within the context of a pedagogue relationship where there isn't really much emotional compatibility. So that's just kind of um, a thing. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah, you know, I, I randomly got this haircut today. I didn't really know it was going to go down, but uh, they handled it and it seemed uh, pretty cool. So, so yeah. Uh, 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 yes, uh, Ray Jamal, yes. Uh, putting the ENTP in a martial arts uh, situation and causing them to learn self-discipline is also another way to stave off the bitterness. Uh, it's, it's really, uh, it is important. But getting an ENTP to realize their own personal responsibility to show gratitude to others that's an extremely tall order. I think it takes an ENTP a long time of being unwanted or alienating people with a TI teenager, et cetera, versus TI parent, et cetera. So that would be uh, an issue. Uh, purple flower, basically tell the ENTP to their face that they're selfish and they're ungrateful and show them that they're incapable of showing gratitude and they have to develop that capability. You have to criticize them. If you don't tell an ENTP or if you don't challenge an ENTP on something, you're just setting up their INTJ shadow for failure. Because let's be honest, NTPs, including INTPs, and we already know INTPs how oblivious they are with expert sensing trickster, but uh, ENTPs are far more oblivious. They're far more oblivious because SE demon, right? So, but it's the, uh, but you know, the INTP bumbles around, so they end up having the outward um, judgment from other people, the external judgment from other people that they, you know, are incapable in that area. But with uh, an ENTP, it's far worse because of SED. And they're, they're, they're both oblivious, and ENTPs are oblivious. So ENTPs are often oblivious to that, you know, experience, negative experience of giving others by being ungrateful. It is something that they have to learn over time. It's very, very important. Um, I did not see uh, uh, your message, Miss Corn, but uh, you are uh, you are welcome. Okay. Uh, uh, Joseph Crizo. I mean, it just depend. It depends on their gender, honestly. Um, I heavily criticized my sister. She went crying to my eighty-one-year-old father. Don't know what's going on there i don't know either um and how come an e an stj is an affiliative type yet most of the stjs i know are a-holes am i misunderstanding them for are you mistyping them as stps maybe all right so is it hard for ntps to express gratitude because it's hard for them to receive it you know that's actually a really good point i didn't think about that i would say so 
because I I really do have a hard time receiving uh, you know gifts from other people or praise. I remember one time actually, and I'm actually really embarrassed about this. And this is one thing that really uh, you know messed with me as a person. But like years ago, I had this INFJ friend of mine. This is back when I was still in college. I met him in college. And he invited me out to dinner, and I didn't have any money. I was completely broke. And he offered to buy me dinner, and I refused him because I was being arrogant and conceited, basically. And he publicly exposed me with his ESTP subconscious in front of this huge table of 12 friends. And he's like, you are so ungrateful. You know, I, I could have learned the lesson right then and there, but no, I didn't. I had to learn the lesson many, many years later, sadly. But uh, at that point, like, it, it was, I mean, it, it's one of the biggest regrets I have in my life is actually treating him like that and not being willing to receive that. And, and it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy of making the bitterness worse later. Ooh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, FI trickster can be a huge burden, but, like, everyone, you know, everyone's trickster is a problem, trust me. This is just how it comes out as an ENTP, and this is how you deal with it as an ENTP. Make a habit of showing gratitude. Not only will it prevent bitterness, but it'll also, and solve bitterness, but it will also prevent other people treating you badly because if you're going out of your way to show gratitude, you'll be good to go. Um, okay, how do you react when you see a close friend or partner is extremely sad? Do you react when you notice a complete stranger is sad? Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, actually, uh, Gabrielle, I, um, there was this uh, former Navy SEAL uh, elderly gentleman um, at Starbucks the other day, and he only came into Starbucks to try to pay uh, his Citibank bill, and he had an iPad with him, and he had no idea what he was doing. And, he, and I, I got in line, and I was at Starbucks, and I was ordering something. This is on my road trip, and I've been road tripping a lot. And uh, he asked me, you know, can you help me? And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. So I sat down with him and he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm traveling right now. I have to pay my bill. I can't let it be late. It's due today. I have to get this paid. I don't know what to do. And this thing isn't working for me. So he opens up this iPad and I go into it and he, he didn't know how to connect to the Starbucks Wi-Fi. As far as he knew, he just walked into the room and it would start working all of a sudden. So I got him on the Starbucks Wi-Fi, had him get past their captive portal, um, which was difficult. But then it, finally after his iPad connected to the internet, he had like uh, none of his apps were updated. So we had to spend time updating his apps because it wouldn't even log into Citibank for him to until he updated his app. That wasn't working either. And it was just extremely frustrating and he was freaked out and he was really scared that like I was going to leave him because he had no clue what he was doing. And I asked him directly, sir, do you have a family member that normally helps you out with this sort of thing? And he's like, yes, but I'm on vacation right now and I and we're traveling and I can't do this. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, but the internet at Starbucks was, it was slow. It was really slow and he wasn't getting anything done. So I told him like, all right, sir you're going to have to go to McDonald's just down the street. You know, just go down, uh, just take a right on this road here and then go over the bridge and then McDonald's will be immediately on your right. So go there and get on the Wi-Fi. And he's like, okay, is, is that really important? I'm like, yeah, do that. Just do that. Um, so, uh, and that's, and that's what I did. Um, you know, uh, 
So as a result, uh, I I even I even called I, I I then I had to leave I had to leave him sadly because I had to go pick up my children and I was late. Um, I spent too much time with him basically, but I called the McDonald's ahead of time and I told them, okay, you have an elderly gentleman, he's coming in and he needs uh, you to tell him how to get his iPad on the Wi-Fi and help him install all of his applications so he can pay his Citibank bill, okay? And the lady on the phone's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, no problem, we'll handle it. And sure enough, you know, he was walking in uh, as I was making the phone call and hopefully it worked out. I don't, I don't know what happened from there. So yeah, that's that's an example. Like yeah, every child is there. It's a thing. Like you know, I go out of my way to uh, care about other people at certain times, and I wasn't getting anything out of that, like at all, or helping him whatsoever. He was just alone and didn't have, and he had this iPad and he had no idea what he was doing, and he looked desperate. I mean, he even told me he was desperate. So, I mean, you know, that's a thing. Um, but that doesn't. That's not necessarily me expressing gratitude in that moment. That's just me doing my duty because, I mean, he was technically helpless at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just a thing. So, um, all right. Uh, I wonder really if you're willing to offer certificates for classes. Yeah, that's that's coming. Um, uh, I need credit for what I've done as an INTJ. Can't speak for other INTJs. Yeah, I, all INTJs need credit for what they've done. Absolutely. Um, and uh, okay, uh, I I'm not Jewish. Um, I even had my DNA ran through 23andMe, and it's Finnish and uh, Scotch Irish. Uh, and Mongolian. So that's that. Although what's funny is when I'm out in public with Railgun, like, I don't, like I, they often think I'm like some Mexicano or, or a Latino of some kind, especially since she likes walking into uh, various uh, Central American or even South American restaurants and cuisines and I'm speaking Spanish to people and they're like, oh, you know, and they just automatically assume I'm Latino like them, which is cool. Although I was I was in Sacramento a couple nights ago and I was almost jumped for being white. And so it's just, it's just weird. Like, who knows? <laughs> um, what's the difference between recognition and credit? Recognition is more of an appreciation Credit is more of a notoriety, basically. Um, so, no, I'm not Jewish. No, I'm not. Um, why is this like a thing? Do you guys actually think that I'm Jewish? You look Scottish. Okay, we'll see. There you go. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like... There's people who don't have Jewish blood but practice Jewish religion and Jewish society. And as much as my parents would like to claim that, you know, they, they, they have Jewish blood, and I think my dad does, I did the 23 and me, and they ain't any Jewish in there. Like, there isn't. So what am I supposed to do, right? So... Okay, apparently you guys know more than I do. Whatever. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I have a Christian background. Doesn't mean I'm Christian, though. Oh, this is the first time I'm hearing about people assuming you're Jewish. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but Judaism is a race as well. I look Turkish. Uh, if Jab was here, he'd be really offended at that. He'd be like, no. <laughs> That's uh, not going to work. I look Arab. Okay. Okay, apparently this is... Uh, um, yeah, it's funny, actually. Um, I had uh, a former client of mine uh, who lives in the UK, and they're like, oh, yeah, just don't open your mouth, because if you just walk around, everyone just assumes you're Irish. And I was like, oh, okay. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Um, uh, okay, you're Scottish, eh? Uh, well, there you go. Um can we get back to the topic? I look ENTP. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm finished with the topic, guys. That was it. I just wanted to explain FI Trickster a little bit. Some of my struggles with FI Trickster and how that created bitterness in me. And then that bitterness caused me to, you know, make really bad decisions, which has made my bitterness to get worse over time. And my family needed me to be grateful, but I wasn't able to express gratitude to my family which caused me to alienate a lot of my family and they alienated me and it just created this horrible endless cycle of pain in my life because of a trickster function. Now, just because it's a trickster function does not mean that like it's not my responsibility to at least show gratitude. So that, um, you know, that's a thing. So, all right. No, I am not part Native American. I actually used to believe I was part Native American because my grandfather uh, was very, very Native American and whatnot. But again, 23andMe said no. So I really have no idea. I'm just going off of the genetic testing, okay? Like, what? Uh, like, I, I don't know what else to say. Sorry. Um, what types have the most problem with addiction? I would say TPs do. Um, easiest way to know for sure you're in a super ego relationship. I okay. All right. Do a vid like this for all the tricksters. <laughs> you look a bit homosexual. Uh, thank you. And uh, yes, I I will admit that sometimes. I do look homosexual at certain times, and sometimes look gangster at certain times. But, I mean, you know, hey, I'm an ENTP. Got a little bit of that feminine uh, personality in here, you know, even though I can go full masculine mode whenever. So, oh yeah, don't worry, the black hoodies aren't going away. My entire new lecture series that I'm about to do is, is all in the black hoodie, don't worry. Um, so... Did 23andMe tell you you have French blood? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't know if 23andMe is really accurate. I have no idea. Yeah, well, can I not just, like, shoot the shit with the audience? It's all good, you know? English are known for poor teeth. Yeah, I did have braces. 
so maybe I look metro I don't know I mean sometimes I look metro sometimes like I wear full car hearts with a Cabela's hat going maximum redneck you know carrying a handgun just depends my thoughts on a neogram will be uh, released in the near future you guys like the new shorter uh, videos that we're doing by the way uh, reverse supreme hat and shirts whatever okay uh, please let us know if and when yeah I'll I'll let you know Luna Luna don't worry uh, do you have any videos on ENTP ISFJ relationships I kind of do it's in season 12 uh, playlist Boneta so that's in there uh, uh, thanks Kasim uh, awesome alright well uh, what age I braces 12 yeah. Simon Sinek is a uh, INFJ, bro. No, you're not trash. Don't say that. Like, really? Don't say that. Um. Okay. Yeah, but the term narcissist is so overused. It's so overused. I'm told I'm a narcissist. I'm I'm told that I'm a narcissist probably every single day of my life. I'm like I'm literally like gaslit by society over this narcissism thing. So what do you want me to do? Like it's so overused. Everyone's so afraid of dark triad whatever. Even though the ENTP exemplifies the dark triad often, but they're just being who they are and that counts towards pragmatism. So basically it's like, oh, okay, you're a sociopath if you're not affiliative. You know what I mean? Like, come on, guys. It's just all these bullshit labels, you know. I mean, even with DSM-5 criteria, it's still, it's still labels. And, I mean, some of it is prone to being, a good percentage of it is prone to being arbitrary, you know. All right, so... Okay, uh, that's cool, Michelle. <laughs> that's, uh, that's cool. Is Orochimaru an ENTP? He might be. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I understand that, but it's... I, I get it, uh, MA456 Chols. Um, yeah. Huh, thanks for the super chat, Gabriel. Uh, how do you help an ENFP friend who can't get over a breakup? If it's a woman, have her read Eat, Pray, Love. If it's a man, have him read The Rational Male. Uh, I, I do have art on the wall. I actually have more art. I'm doing a road trip real soon in the near future. I'm gonna be going. Uh, I'm gonna be going out to Seattle. I'm also going out on a boat. I'm gonna be filming uh, with my cousin Mike. He wants me to type crabs. Uh, we're gonna go crabbing, and he wants me to uh, personality type every crab we catch. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna type crabs, and I, nor would I know how to type crabs. <laughs> I'm sure animals. 
I don't know which animals have types and which ones don't. I just know about cats and dogs, and that's it, basically. So don't ask me to type a crap, but, uh, you know, it was, it was a funny joke, I'm sure. Um, so I, I don't know enough about that, Walter, to comment on that. Uh, uh, I don't really think MDTI is that really objective, to be honest. Um, so not really sure. Um, I learned today uh, from a certain YouTuber that I have low IQ. That was cool, I guess. Never watched Steins Gate. What is up with that YouTuber anyway? Like, he... So I watched his first video about me and he's talking about the type grid and he's talking about how he's gonna do so much better um, with the type grid. I'm like, okay, sure, do better with the type grid, I guess, um, whatever. And I'm like, why is that relevant? I don't know, he, he seemed really upset about it. And then like he released this video this morning and I was looking at the Facebook, uh, CSJ uh, Facebook public group and the video was posted there. And by the time I actually noticed that thread, there's like 90 comments on it. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go watch this video about another person trashing me again. But the video was gone. I was like, dang. But you know what's really funny about that? I actually, uh, I actually, um, no, I'm not talking about host Eric. Eric Strauss hasn't even said anything bad about me in a while. Like, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Eric Strauss is fine if he's just, you know, left alone. So, no issues. Uh... <laughs> the CNCS Joseph stands for crab. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I, apparently I am a traitor. I, I found out today I'm a traitor, and that was really weird. But you know what's interesting about this guy? I actually added him to friends on Facebook, and I messaged him on Instagram before he even released this video this morning and saying that I really, I, I did, I watched his uh, past video want to have a conversation with him, reach out, maybe have an opportunity uh, to, um, uh, you know, trying to figure out, uh, <laughs> I'm talking in Discord at the same time on a live stream. <laughs> uh, general chat. It'd be nice if I could actually spell correctly. But anyway, I actually reached out to him and I offered to have a conversation with him, explain the type grid to him. Uh, maybe if he wanted to interview me, ask him some questions, because he seemed to have like a real big problem with me, this guy did. And uh, and I wanted to like figure out what it was, like what did I do to this guy or, or something? He just got so upset. And then he, he finally messaged me today, assuming that I watched his video from this morning before he took it down, because he took it down and I couldn't, um, you know, um, Joshters, it is not a crowbar. This this is not a crowbar, folks. It's not a crowbar. It's it's actually a um, it's a demolition hammer. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, so yes, this is not a crowbar. It's uh, it's my demolition hammer. Should the event ever occur that I need to uh, create an exit at any moment. So um, yeah. All right. 
yeah, I I understand Angie. I just I just think it's really arbitrary, you know. So. Oh, okay. Well, I don't walk. I don't watch talking with famous people. So it, the cat is not able to get in here because the door is closed. The cat would have been in here if that's the case. So. Um, no, it's not a crowbar. It's a literal freaking demolition hammer. Okay, like. Yes. Oh, you have no idea. I have a lot of other weapons uh, all around this room right now. <laughs> In fact, here's one of my favorites, right? <laughs> no, really. Actually, I have, like, real weapons uh, that uh, I, I shouldn't be uh, showing on, uh, on YouTube, so I'm not going to. Um, oh, okay. Groupie mentality. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> J.O.'s like, Chase keeps getting called a Jewish homosexual in the live stream. We need more affiliatives in chat. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so back to the story. I was I was watching this, uh, you know, he, he messages me today. Uh, let me let me actually bring it up on the on the phone. Um, oh my gosh, I got people messaging me now telling me that they thought I was Latino. Great. Um, okay. Uh, oops. Uh, Wizards Unite uh, needs to uh, tell me something on the on the thing here. All right. So let's go to Instagram. Let's go to his conversation. Good old. Um, so. Anyway, uh, he's like, I know you saw the video. It's been taken down, deleted, and we redone, and then uploaded again with a much more professional approach. And I just wanted to tell the guy, like, bro, I don't care if you're professional or not. You think I'm professional? You know, like, when I do things that I do professional, it's usually, like, written stuff. But, like, if when I'm in front of the camera, like, I'm not going to be professional. Come on. Like, this is a camera. I'd rather be real than professional, you know. It's like, Okay. Uh, and then he says, I don't have anything against you or anybody. I'm like, really? You just did two trashing videos of me. What you do and and what and want to do and the message is up to you. I said my piece in that video. Okay, bro, you just contradicted yourself. If you don't have anything against you or anybody, and then you say, you follow up with it saying, you said your piece in that video, are you sure you're being honest with me? I, I don't know. And then he's like, I'm done with it. Okay, you just contradicted yourself again. She said you're going to reshoot the video in a more professional manner. So why are you saying you're done with it? And as I said, I will put up a much friendlier, stating my opinion, video that is said with IQ and professionalism. I think he means with intelligence or whatever. I will remove all the hate and bullshit. I did it to make a point. I did it to make a point to a select few. 280 people saw it. Now, dot, dot, dot. Um... And, uh, um, and then this guy, uh, then he says, I respect what you do and the effort you put into what you do. And I'm like, sir, I'm not entirely sure you agree with that. 
because, or, or you believe that because of those two videos you just did about me, especially the one bashing the type grid. I mean, come on. You know, don't bash the type grid. Like, don't. Um, he says, we both know what the reality is, and so goes life. I don't know what you mean there. You have your path, you have mine. Okay, that's fair. You have my word going forward. There'll be nothing but professional and kind to you and your message. I appreciate that. I hope he's telling the truth. I will, not, I will not hate on you or say horrible things, but debate or talk with you in a kind, caring, and professional manner. I also appreciate that. And you know what? I, I probably wouldn't mind, you know, maybe even having a conversation with this guy on a live stream, but who knows? I mean, he probably wants to, like, debate me like Eric Strauss does, but, I mean, who knows? I expect, and then he says this, I will not hate on you or say horrible things, but debate or talk with you in a kind, caring, and professional manner. And this is where I got triggered. I expect the same in return. I'm like, well, hold the phone, bro. You just did two videos trashing me. And then you're making the demand that I treat you in a kind, caring, and professional manner, and that you're expecting that of me? Come on, man. Uh, it's like, I, I really have no idea. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, but fair enough. And then he says, thank you for reaching out, and trust me when I say this. No matter what I think of things, it is still a very high compliment that you have given me by reaching out and that did not go unnoticed. All right, sounds like a philosopher type. I will return that from here on out in a professional and kind manner. Okay, we must agree that you have a version of John Beebe and I have mine, but you just said in your video that John Beebe is a traitor to uh, Carl Jung and me. You literally put Dr. John Beebe and me in the same exact boat, bro. And that's not, that's, I don't know if that's appropriate. Um, I will be purist to the MBTI. That is where I stand. Sure. I mean, yeah, we could use another purist in the MBTI YouTube blogosphere or vlogosphere because you know, we got a lot of people talking about objective personality and 16 personalities. And I don't think we have a MBTI Puritan. But again, from this day forward, I'll be nothing but professional and show you the respect that is deserved. Please do not ever forget the foundation of that video. What is he trying to say? What 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 is he trying to say to me there? I don't I don't understand what he means. Please do not ever forget the foundation of that video. Am I not supposed to forget how much he was mistreating me and disrespecting me? I I don't understand that. And then he says. Please respect me and where I stands with regards to the video's message. So uh, I'm like, what? What? And then I'm like thinking to myself, is this TI Child God Complex? Is this INFJ maybe? You know, I don't know. If you would like to approve the new video before I put it up and help me edit it to a version that we both can agree on, I'm open to it. No, dude. No, no, no. If you're just going to bash me, just bash me, man. Like, if, if, you, if you really believe that what I'm saying is so wrong, get out there, make the video, be like Eric Strauss, man. Heck, be on Eric Strauss's show and get on there and bash me together. I, that would be far more useful.
Trust me. Because I'm not going to do this, bro. Uh, if not, I will just do it on my own. And as I said, be kind with IQ and professional. And then he says, balls in your court. Okay. So then I respond. I'm like, bro, no worries. I didn't even watch it. You took it down before I had a chance. I watched the type grid video. People in my audience say I should feel disrespected. But who knows? Regardless, we all make mistakes. I'm not perfect. That's what I said. And then he said, Okay, I was not kind. Know that. You want to see it? So you know where I stand? You probably should. Did he just go back on his word like three times in this conversation? I... Ah, oh, man. I will upload and give you a link. We can go from there. How does that sound? I'll send you the link when it's up. I'm not perfect either. Haha, ha, by far. Shit, isn't that the truth? Anyway, very nice to meet you and speak to you based on the time and MBTI space and sub count. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Now I've got to go do videos and run, and I'm not going to talk about the rest of what he said in the video because that's private information. So I'm not going to disrespect him like that, even though he's heavily disrespected me so far, you know. Um, and here's what I originally said to him, and I sent this to him on July 23rd. So this was like seven days ago, so a week ago. I said, good morning, sir. I enjoyed your recent video about me on your YouTube channel. I was hoping you and I could have a friendly discussion to that end and perhaps discuss potential collaboration in the future. I am watching more of your videos, and I'm liking what I see so far. Which is true. I like his little whiteboard thing. It's really creative. Uh, I wanted to figure out how he does it. And does he literally write backwards on it? You know, Or does he have it uh, pre-written out, and then he just uh, uh, goes over it with his pen over time? Uh, maybe he has that... Um, so, uh, people constantly try to lure me in and make me look bad. I even had a guy recently on Discord and voice chat try to do that. But, I mean, it happens. See, the difference is, guys, is that I don't mind when people are trying to uh, make me look bad. Because, like, if the type grid is true, it will stand up to any scrutiny. So, like, I don't... I don't mind being criticized by people because it'll just stand up to cr the scrutiny. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, so yeah. I I have no idea. Um, yeah, I I I don't think I'll be going on a live stream with him. You know. So I just I just wanted to share. I just want to uh, share that with you guys. That was kind of that was kind of a very odd. Uh, situation so but good luck to him good luck to him and his channel and uh, you know it's always nice to have a new uh, MBTI related youtuber on the block you know especially since most if not all of them hate my guts so and once again we are back into the, uh, the usual hate that I would expect from people it would be nice if I had uh, some more YouTubers that was, you know, dedicated to the type grid, you know, and the like, and uh, things like that. So maybe I could go on those people's shows and talk about it, who knows, or whatever. Or go meet up as I travel around. Um, I mean, I do, I do debates sometimes. It's just like, what do I get out of it, though? You know what I mean? Like... 
because here's the thing like if i'm gonna argue with a fool right then i'm gonna become a fool right and fools don't provide critiques wise people provide critiques if you correct a wise man he will love you if you correct a fool he will hate you right or never wrestle with a pig because you just get dirty and the pig enjoys it and the pig in that model is a fool you see what i'm saying so yeah Sophia, it's all right. I'm not worried about it. It's just like, I, I'm really not worried about it at all. Yeah, I am focused on the content. I produce a lot of content, but I should be able to just hang out with the audience every now and then. So, um, wow, you found one girl who's an ESTP who's alluding to the type grid and indirectly one of her videos. That's awesome. I wonder if that's Kate because because uh, that's not her original work. <laughs> um, I yeah, I, I I don't know, Sophia. I really don't know. I, I think the one that really blindsided me the most was Megan Lovato. That one. And then also Eric Thor. he did a he did a hate video of me. Megan Lovato did a hate video of me. And then there is Pukoki, who I had chat logs of her trashing me behind my back or whatever, even though she reached out for me to be on her channel. It's just a little weird. I did I did like Luann from Love Who, though. I, I, did, I did enjoy hanging out uh, with her and her friend. That was cool. Um, uh, I probably will see it there. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I get foolish like that all the time, so. So, yeah. All right, folks, I think that's it for me. I think I've belabored this long enough. I guess the first half of the stream is the actual content. First 30 minutes, the rest of it is just hanging out. So, uh, so yeah. But, uh, cool. Thank you all for coming, and don't forget, FI Trickster, deal with it. Don't be bitter. Show gratitude. Make a habit and gratitude will protect you as an ENTP. So, anywho, uh, with all that being said, folks, see you guys later.